Welcome to the CIBC Private Wealth Management's Advisor Podcast. If you're contemplating a divorce or in the process, you're not alone. In fact, in America, around 50% of married couples end up undoing I do. And while it's probably true that no one gets married with the intention of getting divorced, it happens to all types of people, regardless of financial status, age, or any other factors. In fact, the rate of adults 50 and over splitting up, what's known as gray divorce, has roughly doubled since 1990. And every situation is different, but many people have the same questions. And smart planning can help you navigate many of the typical challenges that come with divorce and help you move towards the future with confidence. To help you get there, we spoke with Carla Stern, a partner with Stern and Edlin Family Law PC in Atlanta, Georgia. We asked her, what are some good initial actions that someone can take? Most of the time, people, look, they know they're having marital difficulties. They feel the tension. They feel the lack of communication. So usually people will then go talk to an attorney just to understand their rights. Just have a consultation. And I do that. I do this quite a bit. I probably see a couple of times a month a new client consultation where they're really just gathering information. They have no idea if they're going to file or their spouse will file and it. I may never hear from them again. I may hear from them a month or six months later or two years later. But most important for people is to gather information from a lawyer, also to gather their own information. So they're still living in the home with their spouse, gather up the tax returns or, or make copies or take pictures or scan and email them, gather up the, the bank account numbers, the brokerage account numbers, the different assets that have have been accumulated, whether it's real estate or retirement accounts or, you know, non-liquid assets, anything to educate them so that there's a starting point. At the end of the day, what we want to do is put together a marital balance sheet. What are the assets of the marriage? and what assets are marital and what assets are separate. One of the most common concerns about divorce is its cost. Of course, divorce isn't free, but does it always have to break the bank? People think divorce costs a lot of money. Divorce costs a lot of money when there's complicated issues, such as commingling separate assets, such as putting marital assets in trust, Um, fraudulently. Divorce costs money when there's more complicated issues to address. Divorces are emotional, usually complicated, and difficult for both parties. But is there such a thing as a good divorce? A good divorce is, you know, a large enough estate where everybody's going to come out okay no matter what the outcome, right? So it's not a 10 million and we don't have to worry about was five enough, but it's something, you know, in excess of that where even though they may not get the support they want, if they're sitting with 15 or 20 million dollars in the bank, they sh- they're going to be good for life. Of course, most divorces don't end that way. In fact, the demographics of marriage have shifted in recent years, particularly in terms of how old people are when they say, I do, and how they think about sharing and later splitting their assets. Because people are marrying later and later, they're they're already having they've already accumulated 
their own estate. So they're looking to protect it because they're, you know, they're getting married later. And or, you know, they may not be getting married later, but they've got family money or inherited money or, but mainly it's people marrying late. They've accumulated their own wealth due to their own work and investments. And so they're looking to protect their assets. So they typically will then enter into a prenuptial agreement. Ending a marriage is a difficult thing to do, and couples often want to make the break as quickly and cleanly as they can so they can move on with their lives. But according to senior wealth strategist Beth Mayfield, taking the time to review all the details is critical for getting what you want out of your divorce. I had a client who she had um, family wealth. She created a trust for her kids. And, you know, for estate planning purposes, she made the spouse a trustee. Very standard, nothing out of the ordinary. The spouse was the trustee. It was not a nice divorce. It was not amicable. And we get, they, she comes to me and hands me this trust for her kids. And it's like, I want to get him out. I don't want him to be trustee anymore. Well, guess what? only way we can get him out is if he resigns. He wasn't resigning, but if that had been brought up in the negotiation while they were settling, that could have been part of the negotiation. I mean, probably something he would have given on to maybe get, pay a little bit less in alimony or whatever it was, you know, and she would have definitely done it because that was very important to her. But after the fact, he was like, I'm not, I'm not resigning. It was, a, it was a battle. For more on this and other topics, Subscribe to this podcast or find the latest edition of The Advisor Magazine at wealth.us.cibc.com. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.